0: Welcome, Paradoxers, to Chapter 3 of Time Paradox Ghostwriter, a story by Kenji Ichima, art by Sunehiro Date. And the story begins where we left off in Chapter 2, of course, where Itsuki Aino ambushes Tepe Sasaki outside of the Shonen Jump offices. She is seen here in just... What a sight of just a furious fireball staring Tepe down. She pulls out her manuscript, a pretty amateurish one, but this is the one that was 10 years previous to the one that he's been reading through the time travel microwave. He looks through it and he realizes that he screwed up. What he has been doing is not the result of some weird multidimensional universe thing where timelines split off. And he didn't have any control and he's not hurting anyone. He realizes now that he is cutting short Itsuki's future because he obviously is publishing her work and he's hurting her by doing it. And so he knows that he screwed up at this point. Which then Itsuki pulls out a G-pen and she asks him, Does he know what that is? But he feels so bad at this point that he thinks that she is going to stab him because of what he did. But of course, this is all internal. A chase scene starts and ends underneath a bridge where they are alone and she tackles him after he falls over. Funny enough, the art depicts her basically trying to stab him in the eye, but we know that's not the case. Or maybe it is because it's suspicious that he ran away. She thinks that, He was physically stalking her to get the idea for White Knight, like because that's the only way that he can come across literally like the same ideas. So there's this weird revelation of like she did think of that, and of course now he says he didn't and he reveals to her that it's coming through in a time machine once his apartment was struck by lightning one day. Of course, she thinks it's bullcrap. She thinks it's completely ridiculous and that it's an, it's a joke and it's inappropriate. But they get to talking, and it turns out that she wants to know, is there anything that only you can draw based on the conversation at this point? And he... As a flashback he's thinking back to his youth and he has always been drawing comics because he loves it but what he has done is basically been heavily influenced by what's popular at the time I mean speaking for myself as a creative now when I was young I definitely did that I mean the heroes that I used to create with my friends used to basically be ripoffs of you know like Wolverine you know Cyclops a guy with fire, one large guy. I mean, we all did that as kids. So he did that, and he's been talented enough to take it very far. So, you know, as a kid, he's, he was popular, you know, doing uh, you know amateurish comics for his friends. And even in school, he's been criticized as not being original, leading up to Chapter 1, where it seemed that he's submitting art that is not doing so well. So, finally, he's we're going through his flashback with Itsuki on top of him with the G-Pen right about to stab him in the face. So much drama. And what does he say? He says nothing. He doesn't believe that he can draw anything because he's empty. So dramatic. But, here's the twist. Itsuki says the same thing. She says, me too. She is basically creating work similar to Tepe in her mind in that. So to her, she is kind of like copying him because she sees him as the pro. And so they feel as like they're sharing a connection here. She reveals that she was bullied at school and that she drew manga to get away from them. But really what she wants is for her dream to come true and that dream is to entertain all of humanity with my manga which is very similar to tibet he just wants to draw manga that people enjoy so these two have something in common and now after she makes this revelation she starts looking, she starts being drawn a lot more cute and bubbly and some say a little ditzy because she just starts talking uh very differently than she was before she starts blabbering on about like... You know, she just wants people to enjoy her work. Um, this is very difficult. She came up with White Knight. They think that... Uh, they came up with the same idea together. Uh, and now... That he's published... She wants to catch up with him. And I think that's where the series is going. They By the end of this chapter... Itsuki proclaims to him, you know, she's, I'm not going down without a fight. So I leave White Knight in your hands. Good luck. The fight is on. And she says she will get him someday. So what we have here is a, a change in direction of the story. Um, they still did not explain what the microwave portion of it is supposed to signify. But we have the two main characters now, the person who created White Knight and the person who's ghostwriting it, and they have turned into rivals at this point. All right, now that we're done with the recap, we can go straight into the big topics. First topic is the Itsuki situation. So now that they set it over as a real character, the two people have met, they can become rivals. I think that's going to be a, a point of future storyline um, I think she's still in high school that's why she's wearing a uniform so she's a, a little bit behind there in Japan I think you can still be a professional um, at least according to Bakuman so we're gonna see how that plays out what is gonna happen are they going to show Tepe's ups and downs in the Shonen Jump industry whether he can win battles week to week with the other artists there or are they going to dip into uh, a situation where up and coming Itsuki is going to be in the magazine more we'll find out about that but it's really cool in that if you think about it the future direction which is now the next big topic where are we going with this I think where we are going with this is that Itsuki is going to create something better than White Knight. And that's where, in my opinion, the series is more about her than it is about him. So think about that. Her comic comes back in time to Tepe. So he's just like someone whose life is affected, but it's not affected that much other than, you know, he's doing the work. The idea actually comes from her. So she's like the star, she's the originator of the concept. And now it's deeply affecting her because it, it it's causing her to do all these things, to travel to Tokyo, to you know, start this rivalry with to pay. So I think that she's gonna have a major thing to do with it with the direction of the series in the future. Um, I don't think that it can just be about to pay anymore, now that she's introduced. And the last thing I wanna talk about today is the status of the actual time machine. So what the hell is going on with the time machine? Why is it there? How does it work? Is it going to keep on coming in the future now that they've met? Like what is driving it? I think that is going to be one of the big storylines in the future and cause of more absurdity. All right, so final impressions of this chapter. It was another great chapter filled with fantastic art. It focused on the meeting of these two for the time being, and I think it changed the direction a little bit uh, moving forward. I think we still need to look at the next chapter and see exactly how they want to write it. Uh, In the meantime, since there are some issues of Itsuki not being old enough to be a pro just yet, or maybe... They'll solve that by just making her a pro, Um, you know, after she submits a storyline or two or something. We shall see. Looking forward to chapter four. So, everyone, thank you for the support so far. I hope you love the memes. Like and subscribe the video. It really helps me out. Follow me on Twitter at ParadoxTwitter.com. Not .com at Paradox Tweeter. Alright guys, peace out.